Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes infiltrated the Cloud Castle. You start to look down there and you see on the floor of the next room some sort of arcane symbol. Hmm. And it gives you pause. But quickly stumbled upon a trap. I've done this once before. You can do it again, Lord. <laughs> he's talking himself into it, and uh, I'll roll. Sweating, sweating, yeah. dripping off his nose. Sweating. He's trying to defuse a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He totally is. And their attempts to disable it. All right, here we go. Not great. That is a not great. That is a twenty-five. Couple of things happen. Oh, oh no. no! Put them in even greater danger. In that moment. You hear sounds on either side of you. Oh no, that's not a good sound at all. As all of a sudden, materializing next to you are two creatures crossed between a lobster, an octopus, and a human threatening you with claws and tentacles. The adventure continues. And somewhere else in the room, you hear a laugh. God no It's an unseasonably warm day here in New York, relatively speaking. And obviously, we're back in the studio, recording, recording, as I like to say. It's a word that I invent for what we do. We're recording um, this episode of Giant Slayer. Um, and so I went to go get He doesn't some- make mistakes. No, no. 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 The man has never made a mistake. Never made a mistake in his life. No. You think, that's not a word. It's just like, no, no, no. Hold on. (laughs) You don't understand the way we do things here. Yeah. You know what? Play back the recording. You'll see (laughs) what I did. Made total sense. In my mind, that's like the the next stage after you draw and quarter someone, you recorder them. No. No, I didn't think about that. (laughs) (laughs) The first quartering didn't quite take. All right. All right. Come back. Recorder him. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know what I was going to say. Oh, I went out to get some lunch, um, and it's weird because it's nice to be back. Obviously, I, I moved. I don't live here anymore, and, and it used to be a 10-minute walk away. Uh, but it's also uh, just shitty to be back because it's, it's a bleak, horrible world out there. Um, so, yeah, that was my, my general feeling. Like, I got to the bottom of the stairs with my little acai bowl and there was a delivery guy in front of me and he didn't have a mask and he just looked at me like I was on another planet and then he stepped in the elevator and I just gave him the thumbs up and walked four flights of stairs <laughs> I'm like fuck that guy now I'm tired <laughs> uh, but even walking around like I miss god I mean I was in Astoria for so long I miss just going out and getting getting wrecked at these bars and stuff <laughs> Talking like pre-marriage Astoria, and uh, it's just—it's so different. It's so different. Um, I miss just op- walking up to strangers and giving them a big open mouth kiss. Yeah, right on the lips, right there, spit in their mouth. Good day to you. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> it is my custom. 
What's it called? Uh, a story of handshake. Gulp. Didst thou have peanut butter for breakfast? <laughs> I didn't really have anything else to say about this um, other than uh, it's good to be back, but I can't wait till we're really back. It's like... Uh, in uh, the office, which I now quote every week. <laughs> yeah, seriously, on a roll. It's like when uh, when Jim leaves and comes back to Scranton, and things are weird between him and Pam. She says it's like he says like I feel like I came back, but I never really came back. And she says, "I wish you would." That's when he knows. Fuck you, Rashida Jones. <laughs> Going after Pam again. <laughs> So we're back. Wait, we're not Rashida really Jones back. and Pam went after Pam. No, the uh, Karen, the character that Rashida Jones plays, he's dating. She's dating Jim, and uh, but yes. Jim is still in love with Pam. Yes, it's, I know the story. I just didn't remember a Rashida Jones and Pam romantic storyline. That's what it sounded like you were saying. No, no, I was saying <laughs> Jim said that to the All right. fictional Rashida Jones. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to cancel this recording. It's a mess. <laughs> It's an absolute mess. Uh, I'm I'm stalling because uh, we're about to have a pretty rude awakening into uh, book six and what this is all about. <laughs> I just uh, there's a lot going on, and I want to just prevent it from happening as long as possible. So you tell me about your day, Matthew. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we just ordered some delicious pizza. Mm-hmm. I saw that. We, yeah. we, each, we each had our moment to go into the kitchen to retrieve our pizza and then return to our seats. And the next person went up. It was very orderly. Mm-hmm. And the pizza was delicious. Yep. Well, that's good. I, had a, I didn't have any of that pizza, but it smelled good. You're welcome to have some. Well, it's all right. I had my acai bowl, and I also got a little sample. They were giving out free samples of carrot ginger soup. Oh, it's quite good. Did they spit in it? I'm assuming there was a. <laughs> is that what that was? The tradition. Yes. <laughs> ah. Some people are just. That's how you to... know it's a story. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't help. They just want to get to the other, other side of this pandemic, and you're just trying to rush things. Yeah. yeah. Herd immunity. <laughs> <laughs> spit in every soup. If we all just spit into each other's collective soups, we'll get through this together. <laughs> that's the CDC's motto. Yep, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it would be nice, though, to uh, be able to hang out in Astoria again, like old school. Like, we should just, when the world's normal again, do a recording, tell our significant others and wives, we're not coming home tonight. We're staying at the studio, and we just get wrecked. <laughs> and, but, like, not just on booze, on, like, food and everything. We go to steakhouse, and then we all just come back here and play video games all night and yeah. sleep on the floor. Yeah, go to the Greek steakhouse. Yes. <laughs> load up on some right loaded down the street. Greek steakhouse the Greek that we steakhouse. have been talking about going to for four years, well, you, three years. Basically. Grant, didn't you go there? No, uh, we had to do a recording because Troy is so callous. He usually records thing when I have, or schedules recordings when I have family in town. Uh, my family visited, and so they had nothing better to do but go to the steakhouse, and they said it was pretty good. Nick Christos. Lowe stumbled in here drunk one night after going to that steakhouse. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Christos, Christos. Yeah. He, Christos. Did, he did call. <laughs> He did call, yes. From the elevator. Yes. Uh, of <laughs> had course. already had plenty, I'm assuming, at Christos. 
uh, but still walked in with a plastic bag filled with 24 ounce Coors Lights. Uh, <laughs> just to polish Here it you off. go, fellas. <laughs> and his wife. And his wife, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big night out. We also have Tutorial in Contra, which is like the only Michelin star restaurant in Astoria, or at least it was back uh, in the day. We should go there as a group. Well, that's what I was thinking as you were talking about this. Yes. I was like, I would like to hang out anywhere. I don't care where it is. I don't care if yeah. it's a story. I don't care if it's with Starbucks. you guys. I would like to hang out somewhere with someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just going out again. Great. I know everybody's saying the same thing. Oh, I just sneezed into my shirt because this is the world we live in. We're at the, we have Doesn't to make the, any sense. We have to shut the studio down. Yeah. We have to shut it down. I think we have to shut it down. Oh, oh it's the, the elevator guy. <laughs> looked at me looked at me the eye juice came off and went in my throat <laughs> eye, juice. Uh, eye juice that's what listen to Fauci eye <laughs> <laughs> juice yeah did you hear he's, uh, he's recommending no more eye contact yeah. right no more eye contact <laughs> yeah. so we get through this thing drive yeah. with your eyes closed he said <laughs> just to be safe it's like wearing two masks yeah <laughs> drive with your eyes closed if I you can't... have to go somewhere look in the reflection of in a dagger and back towards it <laughs> right it's the only way uh, but send a more capable rogue I uh, <laughs> painful just painful yeah have we considered um uh, joe uh excuse me for a minute have we considered just leaving dogworth there <laughs> to deal um, with this deal with this monster the type of sacrifice they need to be satisfied and then we can move on our merry way through the air vents underneath yeah. they casting a fly leave them be i like it i mean it's not a terrible idea at some point you're gonna have to leave somebody behind might as well just get it out of the way now uh well we're in a position where we could at least watch him die it's true. We should stay in. We should do that out of respect. Yeah. He would make a better show if you watched him die. Yeah. We, we need witnesses. That way, during your rounds uh, in combat, you're at least there for reactionary content. Yeah. So, like, ooh, that looked like that hurt. <laughs> that, kind oh, of, that kind of stuff. Gin music. <laughs> yeah. What part of this weird creature's body do you think has the mouth? Is it the lobster part, the squid part, the human part? What do we got here? What is the what is the breakdown of this weird, weird thing? We're joking around. This is such bad news, Grant. I know. <laughs> this is such bad news. And when I reveal these things, you'll see some mouths. Uh, various mouths. Some. Various? Uh, what did I say? It was lobster, ape, human? Something like lobster, that. Octopus. Lobster, octopus, Octopus, human. yes. There is uh, some tentacle action going on. You didn't on. mention the ape. Now I'm really... Now yeah, I'm now yeah. it's getting more worrisome. No, lobster, octopus, human. Um, Did you mean lobster, octopus, primate? Human, no human. Okay. Yeah. And is it immune to the trap? Did it set the trap? Did it go to trap-making school? Mm. What happened? Is well, the trap done? That's you know, what I really want to know. If there are any survivors, not at the end of this encounter, but the end of this book, maybe I can reveal that uh, information. There's a lot going on. I, I, I praised this writer before we even dove into book six. Like, this dude thought of everything. He really uh, – it's an interesting way to write. I think it's actually very helpful for a GM because everything has a story, which is interesting. Sometimes it's just like – you're, you're fighting these monsters, and they're there because it's a, this is a place where monsters hang out. Uh, here, uh, this writer, uh, Tito Liatti, Tito Puente, I think. No, uh, it's Tito. Uh, I want to make sure I get this right without losing my place. Tito, Tito Liatti, again, probably butchered it. Uh, he's really, really good. And I think he's writing a, uh, a second edition book right now-ish uh, that's coming out. Anyways. 
He's good, and there's a lot going on here, but uh, it's it's bad news bears, Grant. It's not a good situation for Dalgrith. Before we get into that, though, um, Skid, you had mentioned um, about, uh, hey, did we ever search those cloud giants? Uh, I think you said it off air, and I was like, well, we'll deal with it uh, off, off air. We'll actually deal with it on air. We'll say that you did search them, and I'll tell you what they had. They all had uh, gargantuan morning stars. <laughs> Is that right? Gargantuan. Gargantuan morning stars. All right. We put it in the bag of holding. Uh, I don't know if that's right. It says, uh, actually, that might be right. Why wouldn't it be? Well, well, they were huge, weren't they? So yeah, they're, they be huge they're using – so they, they have this ability called oversized weapons. Oh, so they, my God. They can oh, wield wow. a weapon one size category larger without penalty. Oh, and they were huge. So, yeah, they were gargantuan. Gargantuan morning stars. <laughs> Just I, three gargantuan morning stars. You can't I think that's live. a Juice Newton song. <laughs> They're all wearing uh, huge chain shirts. Whatever. You're not going to take any of this stuff. Uh, and they didn't have any magic items on them. No so. cash? No cash. They're Man. cash poor. It even says right here, cash. No money. That's crazy. Money. No money. No money. Stop asking. Is this like a company town where like everyone's using Scrip and like no one has any cash? <laughs> when you come to work at Iron Cloud Keep, you leave your money uh, with the boss and you go about your day. And then at the end of your shift, you get your money back. You get paid in fun bucks. <laughs> Storm bucks. Storm bucks. <laughs> oh, would you like to bypass that trap, sir? That'll be 4,000 storm bucks. I knew I should have played more <laughs> ski ball. That was storm. the intel we missed in the caldera. We needed yeah. to come with pockets full of storm bucks. Load up on storm bucks before <laughs> armed the teeth with Volsa's cash. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Cig- cigarettes will do. <laughs> this is this is this is very very interesting here. Um, so they got the jump on you. These things appeared out of uh, thick air, and. Uh, they're going to start raining down some terror on you. But the main problem, I mean, there's a lot of problems, is that uh, this symbol of pain that you were trying to disable, you were unable to do so. Uh, you then, uh, in failing, saw a little bit more of it than you uh, wanted to, had to, like, try and resist it. And resist it, you did. However, your buddies are not going to have that same luxury. They don't have the skills that you do. I'll say, if you want to start rolling down there, you can avert your eyes, but it's going to give you a 50% mischance on all your attacks. Or you can just say, you know what? I'm strong. I'm tough. I'm going to just roll against that symbol and hope for the best. Those are your options. You can avert your eyes just like you if it was You can't look at, at a creature and not the symbol? No. I'm going to say it's, it works similar to a gaze attack. This is something... So the whole room is the gaze. Essentially. That, well, you, you come into that room, you see it, it it's going to trigger it. So you can, you, can, you can actively try to not look at it, but I'm going to say in doing so, it distracts you enough that it's going to be a 50% mistake. I think it's kind of like being at the 50-yard line or half court. Like the logo painted so large, it's difficult not to see it even as you're looking straight ahead. That's exactly what it is. And uh, you can see it's, uh, you know, it's got a 10-foot radius. It's a pretty big symbol. Look at a little, little downgrade. And I agree with Grant that the NBA logo at center court should be trapped. Yeah. <laughs> at least for the playoffs. At least for the playoffs. At least for the playoffs. I would love for James Harden to be trapped so I would never have to watch him play <laughs> ever again, as good as he is. Wow. It's, just, it's like the fourth James Harden reference ugh. in the history of GCP. <laughs> Certainly not the last. <laughs> uh, 
Let's go ahead and roll for initiative first. Let's just do that. Uh, it's been a while. And I think we should just get out of the way. Then we can, then we can uh, talk as friends. <clears throat> Boy, howdy. It's an important one, Dogrith. It's an important one. It truly is. It truly is. Um, especially because of that surprise round. Uh, Baron, what did you roll? 33. Oh, man. Lucky Larry. Metra. Metra rolled an 18. 18. Not great. No. You, got, you don't have improved in this? Uh, I rolled really poorly. Okay. You didn't answer my question. Do you have improved in this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a school not- seventh level spell. <laughs> I do have improved in this. All, all right. right. <laughs> got it out of me. Gotcha. You rolled <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I just wanted to. I wanted one of these creatures to be like a ranger, but with favorite enemy, those with improved initiative. You <laughs> get a plus four, plus four. <laughs> Dog, what did you roll? 24. 24. Mr. Coin. I got the same as my armor class 26. 26. Sort. Save. All right, let's put these uh, players on the board here. I said they arrive around Dalgrith. There they are. Let's uh, let's take a zoom in. See what they look like. Hello. Oh, oh they look so sophisticated. <laughs> Where is the human part? Yeah, yeah. What the, I, the I mean, biceps? So why did you say humanoid? Yeah. Well, that's the way they're described. They got this like Cthulhu, yeah, mind flayer type face going on here. Very. Uh, they look horrible. <laughs> they look yeah, horrible. Uh, you didn't mention the tentacles are all coming out of the face. I mentioned tentacles. I didn't mention face tentacles. Yeah. Uh, also, is that a fish's tail or like a lobster tail? Is that what that is? It looks like a lobster tail. Makes me wish I had some drawn butter. The right? lobster claw part does look like the long, elegant gloves Audrey Hepburn wore in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. I like that. And I said, what about... Yeah, this, yeah. Uh, They're opera lobster claws. Yes. <laughs> it's a cool-ass-looking creature. Um, reminds me in Demon Souls when you're in the Prison of Hope, those robed figures that walk around. I think they're called Mind Flayers. Uh, and they just zap you, and then they come up and one-shot you with a tentacle suck. That's probably what's going to happen here. They appear, and they're going to go ahead and take some attacks against Dog. Oh, man. I can't help but notice these are medium-sized creatures. They are? Yeah. What the hell are they doing in a cloud giant castle? Um... Okay. They're each going to do a claw. One claw. That's all they can do. First claw. From the one up top. We'll call him Toppy. <laughs> it's Dalgrith's flat-footed AC. Unless you have that ability, you can't be caught flat-footed. Can't be caught flat-footed. Can't be caught flat-footed. Get flat-footed. out of here. 15th level. Okay. Grant, these are not giant subtype. Just putting that out there. I mean, they are pretty big. Grant. <laughs> okay. Fine. That is. 33. That is a hit. Oh, no. A couple things going to happen. Oh, God. Let's start with the base damage. Base damage is 13. Their claws are so sharp. You're also going to take some bleed damage on your turn. Oh, God. But first, it will attempt a free grab. With its juicy claw. Oh, now I know you're, you're Mr. CMD, but... Um, it does get that plus four up top. I think I got you, buddy. 38 against CMD. 
CMD 37. Oh, <laughs> I fucking hate this. I'm so sick of this shit, dude. Every time. It's bad. No matter what you do. It's just, an, it's basically automatic. I know, I always think it's going to be automatic. If he was like 45, I'd be less angry. I rolled 38. I rolled very high. I rolled very high. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could have totally, it's one thing he can do. Yikes. All right, so he hits you, grabs you, and cuts into your skin so you are bleeding. You take that bleed damage on your turn. And the other one just... Tries to hit you with a tentacle. 34. With reach? Oh, I thought he was supposed to be right next to you. I have a lot of writing on my... So uh, what happened exactly? They, they appeared, were invisible? No, they were appeared out of thin air next to you. I think they're summoned. That's the feeling you get. Because oh. there was somebody else laughing. Yeah. It's yeah. bring a world of pain. And there's a giant pentagram on the floor. Yeah, so they didn't... Uh, they don't have to... They only get one move or attack. I just didn't place them in the right place because I have... Uh, for some reason, I put writing all over my room. You guys can't see the writing, right? Be honest, no. Matthew? No. All right. So, sadly, no. <laughs> so I'm assuming the tentacle with the 34 hits. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's roll out the regular damage to start. Rocks, 11 points of damage. Then I'm going to need you to roll a fortitude save. And this is the paralyze. Well, we'll see. Uh, 18. 18! Uh. Oh, boy. Garbage roll. Not good. Not good. All right, so. It's good music. Well, if you like it, I'm getting it off. (laughs) I'll find something. (laughs) (laughs) So so petty. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me just change this music up real quick. This is all staying in. Uh, <laughs> uh, Keep uh, every uh, second. Uh, uh, I'll edit this one. <laughs> Here comes the music. Okay. First thing that's going to happen is you're going to take one point of con damage. And you are staggered for one round. This poison will continue to course through your veins every round for a certain amount of rounds where you will continue to take con damage. And I think if you keep failing your save, you'll continue to be staggered as well. And I'll look into this. I I had it up and then I, I closed it. But like if it hits you again or if another one hits you, the poison starts to stack and the DC goes up, and the length of the, uh, how long this goes on, uh, goes up as well. So you've got some sort of con poison that has staggered you. And you're also in the claws of a mighty beast. It is officially round one, and it is Baron's turn. Let's go.
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Baron is going to immediately stride to assist his friend Dalgrith. Uh, he's moving forward 25 feet to be within 40 feet of these creatures. Well, 30 feet to be within 40 feet of these creatures. Uh, he can see ahead, and with his dark vision, he can see the trap. So I believe the first thing he has to do is save against this. You terrible. know what? Let's just do it, and let's just see what happens. Here it comes. Come on, man. Fortitude. Come on. Save. Very important. Oh, no. Total of... He's not smiling. He's not smiling over there. 24. Unless it is a poison spell or spell-like ability. I have to say that. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to say that. Well, it is a spell. Yeah. Then it is a 26. Oh! Oh! Oh. That is a pass, my friend. Oh, shit. And mine is a 20. Because it's a poison, you said. My fortitude save. Your fortitude is a 20. I rolled an 18. Still a fail. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, I, I'm the fortitude, the save DCs are so much higher now. Obviously, you're in book six, but I'm just like, wow, it's not too often you see a DC 32 save, but they're there. Yep. Um, end of the line. End yeah. of the old line. <laughs> uh, okay, Baron. So you are safe, and I'll tell you right now because uh, Dalgrith, you saved last week. I think that is going to be enough to make you not have to worry about it. I saved on a 25. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And it should have been a 27. <laughs> so. You know what? Which 27, oddly enough, is a fail. Oh. Um, it's the uh, every other uh, odd number yeah. is a fail. Yeah. yeah. I'm going <laughs> to write that rule. Book six is weird, man. <laughs> you never uh, know. <laughs> that's not a terrible way to think about it. You fail on odds, save on evens. Yeah. Um, I think you're... Uh, I think you're fine, right? You just have to, yeah. I'm not sure if you have to keep... It's like getting uh, an mRNA vaccine. You you have the antibodies for life against this magic. Well, you know what? I'll tell you. I think it might be the type of thing that you're going to have to roll on every single time. Uh, let me just check real quick. Yeah. Okay. No, you're fine. A creature needs save against the symbol only once as long as it remains within the area. Though if it leaves the area and returns while the symbol is still active, you got to save again. So you guys are you're grandfathered in right now until you walk out of the range of this thing. All right, and uh, that is good news. However, bad news, I am under protest. I'm objecting to the fact that these are not giant subtypes because they are really big lobsters. <laughs> However, they're probably really giant versions of whatever these things are, right. I would argue. They're probably gargantuan lobsters. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I didn't really uh, I didn't really put them to size. Me, uh, oh, are they actually larger than medium? Let me fix it. That's them. Oh, gross. So that's too, uh, that's too big. So, uh, uh, in order to play by these unjust rules, uh, Baron would like to do some sort of knowledge check in order to identify their creature subtype. That's fair and smart, frankly. Oh, uh, can I bring up a point? This I'll might lie. affect Baron, what Baron does. Yes. I have seen visibility on constantly. So, if there is another creature that is in that room that I could see, I would be aware of it. And I could alert Baron to This is your constant ability now? Or you cast something earlier? Constant ability, the shirt I'm wearing. We are at the level now where we can look into permanency for low level spells. Definitely. Yeah, guys, permanency is out there. You guys just need to take advantage of it. 
Uh, okay. That's a good point. It's a good point. And you get 120 feet? Yep. <laughs> okay. Metro, you see in the back of the room an invisible creature standing behind the arcane symbol. Oh. You, you guys shouldn't even look at this. Okay. But Matthew, you should look. Uh, this is what <gasps> the creature looks like. Oh my. Wait a minute. That was too many gas. I'm not, I'm not looking. I said don't look. No, it's, it's, oh my God. It's How like does a, it have a free hand to cast? <laughs> yeah. It's too busy wielding weapons of pure assassination. <laughs> no. It's in a Todd McFarlane Spider-Man pose. It's so cool. Stop tempting me to look at it. You see, it's far away. I describe it perfectly. Go ahead and look at it. Oh, shit. It's Rom, the Space Knight. (laughs) It's the craziest looking creature that you did not expect to see in this castle. Its body looks to be completely made of iron or metal. Uh, It's got a shapely feminine form to it. And as Joe mentioned, its wrists are pierced by chains that end in curved blades. It looks like a fucking robot. Yeah, the, a robot. the glowing eyes also uh, give that impression as well. How cool is this? Didn't I tell you? Expect the unexpected in book six. Yeah, yeah. She just should have said expect not giants. There won't be any giants in book six. <laughs> You've slayed all your giants. It'll just be constructs from here on out. Now, Baron, you cannot see that. But, but uh, you can see these outsiders if you want to give me a knowledge planes I'm happy to but does Metra share that she sees an invisible creature yes she did yes, yes. okay she went, uh, ah! I cannot do that lo- uh, uh, knowledge check but I can cast see invisibility on myself oh. Baron reaches a silent Ooh. finger to his temple and kapling explodes his head that yep. was his gun hand on it, was, it was a mistake <laughs> a huge ah. mistake at that point Metra just walks out the door <laughs> like, I, I can't do this Baron's dead bye uh, but getting eaten by lobsters. Baron shouts out, I need to know what these things are in order to bring them down. The horrible lobstermen! <laughs> <laughs> Just shoot them! Just start shooting them! The <laughs> 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 Just select horrible lobstermen from the creature subtype. <laughs> I believe that's dungeoneering. <laughs> It oh, is. Is it dungeoneering, though? You said Arcana? What did you planes. say? Planes. Planes. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. What about the other one? The uh, invisible one I can now see. Oh, the other one you can now see. I believe that is uh, Outsider as well. Uh, dang it. Oh, no. I just lost the tab. It's back. Yeah. Outsider. Starring Ralph Macchio. The Outsiders. <laughs> is that the one where he's a... No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was... He's Pony Boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pony Boy. Um, all right. It is Nestor Coin's turn. Nestor, you see Dalgrith gasping for life in the claws of a lobster. Cthulhu. All right. Nestor is not totally interested in Dalgrith's suffering, but he does want to live himself. He's going to do a swift action studied target on the northernmost lobster creature. And uh, he's going to do a blood reader right off the bat. See how many hit points it has. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I'm going to let you retrain that for free at any point uh, if you want another feat. Uh, the one good thing is it doesn't. It only works on living creatures. Yes. Um, if only this was an undead adventure. Uh, all right. 
It that's so shitty. It has 137 hit points. Right. They've got 137 it's hit points. Right. Gross. <laughs> the, the lobster creature. Yeah, the lobster creatures have got 137 <laughs> hit points. So off. People are t- turning off the show. <laughs> They're turning off the show. In disguise. <laughs> I think people a- people love this. I right guarantee in. you, most people are not uh, turning off the show. Right GMs, in. GMs no. everywhere. Most I people, can't listen to this. Most people turn off the show and disgust when you suggest that Ralph Macho played Pony Boy he did? Outsiders. No, that was C. Thomas Howell. Oh, well now you speak up after you went to IMDb. <laughs> it was Wikipedia because I was like, Ralph Macho is in The Outsiders? Wasn't C. Thomas Howell the original Marty McFly? No, it's Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Have you ever watched those scenes? They're very yeah. weird. Yeah, it's very it's weird. weird. It's very different tone. Yeah. Very weird. No wonder it didn't work out. All right, Nestor, what are we going to do? It's good on Caprica, though. I am going to do rapid shot against this northernmost lobster creature. First shot, many shots. Gross. Uh, 32. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. They have a lot going on. Um, so I'm going to need uh, a lot of... Uh, if you have specific types of damage, just let me know. Just the um, piercing and electricity for the old jilter. Okay. Electricity, I will need to know about. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. Uh, first attack, that is oof, uh, 47 points of damage. Okay. And is that is is that half electricity, half? No. no. Uh, that is five points of electricity. All right. So... Uh, the electricity gets negated. That brings it down to 42 points of damage, right? Yeah. And you notice that it has DR. Okay. Uh, so I also have clustered shots. Okay. So I am going to... You can take that DR off that first attack, but then the rest should go right through. Oh, so clustered shot ignores DR on the first attack? Yeah. Is that that you apply you apply DR after the full attack instead oh, of for each, for each okay. iteration of the attack. All right. So I will give him... Uh, take that damage again. <laughs> okay. Great. Keep popping. Uh, ooh, second attack is a 35. 35 is also a hit. Uh, 28 points of damage, six of which is electricity. Okay, so 22 points of damage, and now the DR will tick, right? Um, no, no DR after the first one. Did you remove all DR? No. Okay, it only takes it one time. So right. add up all the damage he did, and then just remove the DR once. Right. For the whole turn. For the whole turn, I only remove the DR once. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, like, you add up all of the damage that I do on my attack round, and you take the DR away from it once. So, it right. basically, you did 104 points of damage this round. So, you have four. These four attacks are all, they're four arrows flying at him at once. Basically. Yeah, or in the same spot. You still have to do spot. four attack rolls. You can still miss some. You can still fumble, whatever. But right. at the end, you add up all the damage and then remove the other. It's great to have for a book like this when you know you're going to be dealing with a lot of creatures that yeah. have DR. That's why we were telling Grant that he should take it. Yeah. Okay, because, that makes a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, think of it like the first shot putting a hole in the armor, but the armor existing for like the first shot. And then the okay, getting great. Out. So I've only removed the DR uh, the one time. I'm not going to do it again for the rest of your turn. Cool. But I will not take any of your electricity damage. Okay. Fuse! Uh, third attack. Oh, man. 38. 38 is a hit. Beautiful. Uh, 34 points of damage, four of which is electricity. Okay, so, so 30 points of 30 damage. 30 gets through. Great. Great round so far. Uh, and got one more. Final attack. Beautiful. Oh, man. 30. Yep, that is a hit. Wow, wow. Nestor. Crushing it. 
Uh, 30 points of damage, five of which is electricity, so 25 more points of damage. Lit it up. As I was looking at this creature, I forgot one thing that it had, because you're uh, attacking the one that has Dalgrith in its claw. One thing I forgot, Dalgrith, I'm sorry, I'm going to be doing now after the fact, is its constrict damage. Just going to throw it out there, and uh, that is going to be another 17 points of damage on that grab and constrict. So, uh, I'm taking... Okay, so... um, I forgot about stone skin, so I am taking DR10 on all of that, unless... Uh, on every one of those hits, unless their claws are adamantine for the purposes of bypassing DR. They are for some not. Reason. And that works on constrict too, right? So it's like one attack, boom, 10 points of stone skin blocks it. Second attack, boom, from the other creature, 10 points of stone skin blo- blocks it. Uh, does the stone skin also block the constrict damage, or does that get added to that the first creature's part claw? Of that one attack. I don't think it is, because he still hit me, and then he had to roll to grab. I think it's a separate attack. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah, so just keep knocking away that stone skin. It should be gone by the end of this combat. Probably. I'm halfway there now. I just used 30 points of it. Yeah, it's usually... Before my first turn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right there. So, great round by Nestor. Uh, cluster... Man, you both have clustered shot now. That's going to be huge. Really, really did, did a number on this dude. Okay. Let's keep popping and locking... It is Dalgrith's turn. Dalgrith, I'm going to need you to take some bleed damage. And what is the bleed damage of this claw? <laughs> 1d6. Here we go. You're going to take three points of bleed. Okay. And now, you may take your turn. You're in the lobster claw. May I? Uh, I'm in the lobster claw. I feel like that's the name of like a dinghy. <laughs> Just take the lobster claw, lo- lobster claw to shore. Where's Dogger? Though he's sitting on the lobster claw, he's rowing to shore. He's the lobster claw. Uh, I'm just gonna. He's just gonna try to get out. He just needs to get out of there. Um, so he will uh, roll an escape artist. Okay, this is what he's been trained to do. Yeah, gonna need a high roll here, buddy. I'm sure. Ooh, ooh. 41. Ooh. <gasps> 41, and you are out. Oh, yes! yeah. yeah. It doesn't really do much, but that's what he's got to try to do. Because he staggered, so that's brutal. Uh, all right, so now what do I do? Do I roll another save? Do I, do I roll a save every round on this poison? Uh, yeah, I guess you would roll that on your turn, right? Um, yeah, because it's once around. Does it tick? So you it got po- you got poison when it hit you in the surprise round. Now it comes back around. Does the poison tick on its turn or your turn, or we just decide? I don't fucking know. You decide. All right, you let's roll it on your turn. Let's get it all out of the way since it's directly affecting you. All right, another fortitude save. Here it comes uh, twenty six. Twenty six is enough to Ooh. have one of the multiple consecutive saves needed to fight off this poison. So it's another point of con damage or nothing this round? Nothing this round. Okay, so if I fail again, I reset the clock and take You reset the clock, yep. What did you roll on the die? 12. Now, don't forget you're staggered, but you're still able to do the escape artist while you're staggered, yes? That's a standard action to my understanding. Okay. Yep. All right, so that is Dalgrith's turn. Dalgrith, you broke out of the claw! It is Metra's turn. 
Metro, you can see this symbol. Do you want to avert your eyes, or do you want to roll this save? I'm not in range. You're not in range. You should say it had 60 feet. You had to be within 60 feet of it. I stood just outside of the 60 feet. Right. Yeah, I think you are okay. Oh, you're right out of range. <laughs> He knows what he's doing. Is that his first rodeo in Valley? <laughs> right, yeah, I'm just trying to say if, if uh, seeing it is enough. Okay, go ahead. Do what you want to do. <laughs> um, okay. You're not a rogue. Dogrith getting out of that claw changes things a little bit. You know what? Let's, I'm going to go with the plan because he's probably going to get grabbed by at least one of them unless Baron can take the others out. Grant's making a face at me like he's chewing on something. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm waiting to see what you do. You don't know that he's probably going to get grabbed because he said that it was a high roll last time and it beat me by one. Mm. So there's a chance. There's a 50-50. I mean, it might be higher than 50-50 that I don't get grabbed. I you think it's fine. Metro's going to delay. Can you identify them, though? Oh, me? yeah, I can try to. De- I, it's a knowledge planes, you say? Uh, I do say. Knowledge planes, you say? Thanks. Uh, hey, how about that? It's my weakest knowledge, so let's see. Come on. Uh, not a bad roll. 23. Kind of odd for your build, considering you're from the shadow plane. You yeah. don't have a lot of skill points. Right. I always forget that. When you're a rogue, you're like, what do you mean? You don't have 168 <laughs> points? Skill point ranks to spend? <laughs> These are creatures known as Pisco Daemons. Oh. oh. Fishy. Fishy demons. Fishy demons. Uh, <laughs> I can give you one bit of useful information. Is there uh, an area that you're interested in knowing something about? Baron, is there an area we're, we're interested in knowing about? If by identifying them we don't know their subtype, Baron would like to know their subtype, but I feel like by identifying them you would know that. But it's up to you, Troy. Their subtype is outsider. Oh, just outsider? Um, right. Is that a type or a subtype? I don't know. I always get this mixed up. I always get it mixed Demon. up, too. Demon? Demon um, is a yeah, subtype they, they, of outsider. They have four other, like, probably those are subtypes. Right. Yeah. Well, what are they? That's what you want to know. Aquatic, daemon, evil, and extra planar. Oh, evil. Okay. Um, great. That gives me enough information to attune my bane to them. That's gonna be bane! Metro, you want to hold your action? I will delay. <laughs> You'll delay your action. Okay. It's Pisco time. Pisco sour. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Pisco sour. This Pisco's made me sour, I'll tell you that much. Pisco <laughs> County Junior. <laughs> you know what's going to make this really sour? Um, God. When it drops a stinking cloud in the room. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, we got to go. All right. All right, Nash. I hope everybody enjoys the next three weeks of this combat. Because that's what it's going to be. Why? No movement. Yourself. Uh, no positive direction in story. Three weeks. Yeah. Well, no. What's made this now interesting, uh, if you want to look at it that way, is now it's going to be, <laughs> now it's going to be a race to see if they can save Dalgren. Oh, that's great before graphics. they kill you. Uh, so, the one uh, to your north that was grabbing you takes a five-foot step back and sets up this stinking cloud. It stinks of poo. <laughs> it stinks of poo. Stinking cloud does two things. One. Uh, which is going to be bad for your allies, uh, it puts them all uh, at a disadvantage. They cannot target anyone in the cloud. Uh, and even if they guess a space, which is always a weird thing, like, how do you, how do you guess a space? Roll a dice. Um, it's a 50% mischance. And then you, if you try to attack one of these creatures directly next to you, 20% mischance. So it's got concealment uh, everywhere in the cloud. 
But this is a stinking cloud, which means it also has the ability to nauseate you. Go ahead and give me a fortitude save there, Stinky McJoe. Uh, uh, I got it. Is it, it a, is it a poison uh, effect? It is. We found this out in Psychoist Side Session. Yes, it, it is, is a poison, poison effect, yes, of which they are immune. Uh, so. so that is a 30. 30, yeah. You're fine. You're not nauseated. You're going to be fine, dude. Um, but it does stink. <laughs> it does stink. Can I ask you this question? Yes. If we can't see it, are we not in danger from the trap anymore? <gasps> Good. Shaka. Yeah, if it's concealing the room, it is concealing the trap as well. It's worth it to me to kill Dalgrith. All right, the one to the south of you, Dalgrith Death. Come on, Dalgrith. You can take them down. It's just two lobsters. That's all that's in here. <laughs> he doesn't know about the caster. He's going to do three attacks on you. Um, yeah, which one? The one to yourself. Oh, okay. Is he to my south on everyone else's screen? Yeah, where is he on? Yeah, about 15 south. feet away. 15 feet away. I know. I'm sorry. You know, the maps are so big. Roll 20 can't handle them, so you should constantly refresh. Um, the ones to the north seems to be 10 feet away from you on my map. Five feet. He should be five feet. Five feet? Okay. Yeah. Five feet away. It's theater of the mind with maps. <laughs> theater of the maps. Here we go. Three attacks. First attack with the claw is a miss. Second attack with the a clack. Second attack with Second the clack. Second attack. Second attack. Bop, bop, bop. That's the sound they're making. Clack. <laughs> clack, clack with them claws. Oh, could we get a recording of that? Refresh <laughs> recording. Uh, that is going to be a 31 to hit you, Galbraith. Ooh. That is a hit. Oh, okay. Man. 20% mischance um, where he is right next to you. Uh, 38. Just made that. Here we go. Let's roll out some damage first. Regular old damage to start. Not bad. 10 points of damage. Then he will attempt to grab you for free. Free grab another rock roll. Oh, God. But it was, I'll tell you, it's one less than what I rolled before. So it's exactly yeah, right. It's right. So now, uh, what is that, 20? You are so fun to 27. Play with. <laughs> or thir- excuse me, 37? Yeah, 37. Yeah. Uh, 37. So he grabs you, and then, yes, he will constrict. And this is going to be oh, 18 points of damage on the constrict. <laughs> And then he, of course, takes the grappled condition and will attempt to tentacle you. And a minus to attack, where he is grappled too. Uh, And that is a miss with the tentacle, which is good because you don't want that poison to start stacking. Increase the DC. Increase the frit, but that's a problem. (laughs) Metro, are you, uh, you good over there? Asking for a friend? You asking if I'm, if I want to take my action? Just, t- just, just really having a conversation with my old buddy Matt to Captain Gaza. <laughs> this stinking cloud really is... Uh, stinks. Huh? Stinks. Yeah. Just, frankly, it stinks. It sucks. All right. Yes, I will take my turn. Okay. Uh, so first things first, Metro will move up uh, about 30 feet. Okay. To So she can see into the far corner of the room. Okay. Okay, so yeah, and then using the Quicken Metamagic Rod, she will cast Fireball mm-hmm. and send it into the, the back corner of the room so she can get the the Pisco to the north and the caster, but not Dogreath or the Pisco to the south. Nice. So I'm okay. going to need them to please roll. Quick question. Does Fireball have spell resistance? That's a good question. Yes. Yes, it does. Sure, yeah. it does. Okay. They both have spell resistance. So do you have to roll it twice or once? 
Twice, I think. Okay. okay. So roll for the Pisco, Damon. Uh, a, I'm assuming a 35 works. Yep. <laughs> oh, th- I'm sorry, 34. 34. Uh, yes, you're fine. And then spell resistance for the other badass. 30. You are right. Oh, okay. Wow. There we go. All right. So then uh, they get a reflex save. They do. Okay. Oh, boy. Just give me 45 minutes to look at all their abilities. That's great, because i got to roll like a lot of dice. Okay. You roll those dice. Well, uh, I'll roll the reflex save to start. Uh, so the one in the back, the lithe woman, might have failed with a 17. That's a fail. Yes! Okay. yes! Full fire damn. Oh, and then phenomenal. The lobster... Failed as well with a 15. Yes! Yeah! Okay, so they both take 35 points of fire damage. Let's see if they have fire resistance. Uh, they both do. Um, so let me just make sure they don't have... Well, evasion wouldn't matter because they failed. They're not, like, immune to fire or anything. Okay, so he's got... Man, how does anybody do this? <laughs> uh, okay. Great. So you said it was 35 total? Yeah. Okay. It didn't all go through to both of them, but they did take some damage. Okay. Uh, that one to the north that Nestor screwed up is in bad shape. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. That guy's got to be on his last... His last legs. Uh, his claws. Last, last claws. Claw. Okay. And then for my standard action, uh, I will activate the Spectral Shroud, and Metra suddenly becomes incorporeal hmm. and is flying. Nice. Incorporeal, flying. I had a fly speed. Yeah. Very, very cool. All right, so you have moved in the initiative order. The lithe robot in the back walks as if on air towards Dalgrith. Just kind of, her feet are not even on the ground. She just air walks over to Dalgrith. And when she gets there, just sticks a dagger in him, or at least attempts to. 20% miss chance. Let's see. That is going to be a 36 to hit mm-hmm. and a 62 on the concealment. Here's what happens. You take 12 points of damage and bleed. But you're already bleeding, so the higher bleed will take over, right? Mm-hmm. Bleed from two different sources doesn't stack, yeah? Correct. Okay. Typically. Uh, Typically. All right, so just remember, you're bleeding! Put a big blood mark on you. There's probably something in the uh, roll 20 things that looks like blood. Maybe this little red dot. Boop. That means you're bleeding. Uh, all right. That's what she does because she had to slide into the area there. Try throwing a fireball now. Hit your friend Dalgrit. Kill him. Dalgrit has taken a decent amount of damage. <sighs> I've got a plan. Okay. Let's a go cunning, A cunning plan? I hope it's a cunning plan. It's a plan, to say the least. A plan so cunning you could brush your teeth with it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to round two. It's Baron's turn. Baron, there is a stinking cloud obscuring all vision. What do you want to do? Fire and hope you don't get hit, Dalgrith? I think Baron shouts out to both Dalgrith and Metra. Do you think we can get him out of there? If not, I'm going in. I have a plan, but I need to be able to see him. I've got a plan, too! And I can see me! <laughs> My plan involves dying in the next 
Several seconds. <laughs> Don't come in here. It's horrible in here. You can't imagine all the... <laughs> the multitude of horrible things in this area. I just got slashed by something. I can't see it. Something else is in here. And it smells horrible. <laughs> and whatever it is, I think it farted. <laughs> um, did she become visible or is she under greater invisibility? Uh, she did become visible. Okay, so there. he can see. Like, yeah, you can see this body next to you. There's something else in here. Robot lady. <laughs> just stab me in the back. Some sort of metal person. <laughs> Robot. A room, a robot. <laughs> uh, I mean, he really is. This is horrible. He's under a lot of stress. He's under a lot of stress. This is so bad news, Bears. But you know, Nestor's first round, huge fireball, huge. The really huge thing was me peer pressuring Dalgreath into going in there instead of me. <laughs> That's right. Huge for Nestor's life. Bad for Dalgreath's life. I mean, God. I mean, Baron can't even get within range knowing where they are and where they were before the sinking cloud uh, came about. Uh, so Baron's going to walk up to the edge and, sh- I mean, sh- shit. He can't get within range to see them. And he's seen this tactic before in battle. So, um, yeah, good God. This is such a tough cookie. He's going to ready an action, and that is should anyone become visible, he will take an attack at them. But that's all he can do. It's it feels help. I feel helpless. Yeah. Well, now you're readying an action that really can only be uh, you can only succeed on if somebody blows away the stinging cloud. Do you know what I mean? Or if they come right up next. Or if they come out yeah. is what I'm ready for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the I'm, tricky thing is, is for them for you to fire, they'd have to be right next to you. Right. Which means they would pr- provoke. We can draw them out. He he can see them anywhere. Yeah. I mean, he, he can see them anywhere. I've got a plan. Yeah. So you want to? You're ready in action. Yeah. See them. I will shoot. I will shoot. Um, and yeah, and, uh, up until that point, I'm hoping that we can draw them out of there. Let's see what their plan is. It is Nestor's turn. Yeah. Same situation. That's even less Nestor can do. Can I? Sorry, shadows. Is it Metro? Does your plan involve me being in close proximity to you? No. Right. I'll stay back here. Then he's just going to hold. Nestor's going to hold. Dogrith, you're going to take some bleed. You're going to take boxcars, 12 points of bleed damage. (laughs) Just staring daggers at me. Not unlike the dagger that pierced Dogrith's back. Fun fact. I've never rolled two sixes on 2d6 in my life. (laughs) Even in Yahtzee. And I'm a gambler. (laughs) I have a problem in Atlantic City, and I've never rolled two seconds. <laughs> never got Yahtzee. Um, 12 points of bleed damage. I'm going to need another fortitude save against the poison. If you pass this one, you're safe from the poison. If you fail, we start the clock over. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. 20. You are staggered. Oh, no. Oh, come and- on. You take two more points of con damage for a total of three Oof. points. Con. <laughs> and the clock starts over <laughs> for the poison. <laughs> like I'm laughing. Like when the parents yell. <laughs> so that hopefully they'll stop. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do, Dalgrith? You're staggered. Um, I will p- 
pull. Um, I'll drop my sword and uh, I ting, will ting, ting, pull ting. a potion out. Okay. Drop sword, pull potion. Uh, that doesn't uh, provoke. It's just putting things in, right? I think maybe drinking the potion provokes. Mm-hmm. Drinking provokes. Push, you just take it. And, Here, Baron, I've been eating this. Throw it to him. Uh, um, is there another role for the uh, cloud? Like, is that separate? Or did I pass that with a 20 fortitude? Or am I rolling two separate fortitude saves every round? Oh, yeah. So you, you passed the poison. But, yeah, I guess as long as you're in the cloud, you have to roll that every round. Let me just make sure. Oh, I'm looking at fog cloud, stinking cloud. Condition lasts as long as the creature is in the cloud. And for 1d4 plus one round after it leaves. Uh, yes, you must make a save each round. This is an easier save. You know that. Uh, same exact fucking roll. That's a 20. 20 against Stinking Cloud. Um, you're fine. Not All right, so I can pull out the bod, the potion. Okay. Huge, and, yeah. And just take it for another round and hope to not die. Hope to not die. Moving right along. It's the Pisco Damon's turn. Oh, boy. The one to the north that originally grabbed Dalgrith will take a five-foot step. Are you grabbed right now, Dalgrith, or no? Yeah. You are grabbed by the one to the south. Affirmative. Affirmative. Take a five-foot step. Right? Oh, man. Now I'm, I think I'm going to spread the wealth here. So I argue, Baron, walk with me on this. If I walk towards you, right, and I get within five feet of you, I'm still in the cloud, but that's enough for you to see him at a 20% mischance. However, if you fire at him, as you uh, had uh, prepared, first thing it'll do is provoke from him. Sure. I mean, I would argue, well, so you can interrupt the provoke, but you can interrupt his standard action from happening. You know what I mean? You'll provoke. That'll We resolve that first. Mm. Then we resolve your prepared attack. And then if he's still living, he gets his attack. Uh, but, can you, but can you provoke... Can you take an attack of opportunity on your turn? Oh, no, it's not, at that point, it becomes Baron's turn. Right, we, it becomes Baron's turn because of his readied action, which stops my Pisco Damon's action. But if you're firing, it'll provoke, and then... Yeah, I, I think that there's a rules as of spirit of the rules versus rules as written thing where, and this is not because it's beneficial to me. So the, the moment he leaves the 10 foot range and steps into the five foot range, I feel like Baird shoots like right in that moment before like yeah. in this gray area. So it's really up to your call is what I, well, it's also, I mean, you're, I think your thing should resolve. Yeah. First. Yeah. But that's, this guy's almost dead anyway. Right. This is the northernmost one. Yeah. So. One yeah. shot is very likely going to take him down. Yeah, I will say, unfortunately, because of the fog cloud, you don't see him until he's right up on top of you. So he's coming at you to try and do a strike, because he knows there are people out there. Sure. Coming at you to do a strike, you go to fire, it provokes, with a 20% mischance. So, I will roll that right now. And it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, because punching a guy with a gun, you definitely hit him before he gets a shot off. Yep. 100% yeah. of the time. Every time. <laughs> Any guy. movie you watch, 
You say it with such. I, I feel like you're agreeing with me, and I realize. Oh, no. Yeah, no, he was <laughs> totally pulling the rug out from totally me. Totally yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, let me take off the grappled. That's why when they train you with a firearm, so I hope you can take a punch. <laughs> Imagine though, you're standing in front of this green smoke and just. Lobster man, lobster Cthulhu man comes out. I you my, go to fire, and he attacks. I taught my son to run from a knife and charge a gun. <laughs> charge a gun. Uh, probably uh, a miss with a... T- no, it's not a giant. You tell me, 28? That's a miss. That's yes, a miss. Nice. Fire away, 95 on the... Fire zero. away, fire away. Um, so, swift action, I'm trying to think. Yeah, on my turn, I think... I, I didn't say this. It's up to you. I, I, I telegraphed it up to the point. I got all that info from Metra in the uh, means to cast Bane on these creatures. I didn't say, now I cast Bane at this point. I just want to be clear that I think I have it active, but I want your blessing before I fire. Sure. Yeah, okay, great. Here it comes, natural 20. To confirm. That will be a 25 against touch AC to confirm. That is a confirmed crit. I will tell you right now, it is enough to kill the creature. Does the crit give any bonuses beyond this death? Uh, Well, let's see. Um, Sean in... New Brunswick, Canada. Oh, oh. oh. a New Brunswickian. Uh, oh, and appropriate for you, buddy. Ash peaked. Ah. Oh, nice. The sweat of your ancestors has graced you with steel nerves and a steady hand. Double damage, and the next time you would roll a natural four or lower, it becomes a natural five instead. That's not okay. bad. Right. Well, that's, that's great for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's save some uh, misfires. Mis- I can't save really save misfire on mis- fours, but yeah, it's but yeah. good. Uh, Oh. So it does have an additional effect because it's just the next time. There's no time. Yeah, effect. so if you roll a natural wow. one, it's a five. The that's great. That's great. Wow, so that's just That could turn ongoing. a fumble into a hit. <laughs> that's a great, great crit. Yeah, yeah, with you and Touch AC, a five might be a hit. Yeah. So yeah. one you don't have to worry about. All right, good. Um, this is why we read it, that's just in case. We, just in case. Thank you, New Brunswick. All right. I stand by that decision to have that guy come out. I need to start chipping away at you guys. Plus, Talgreth is in bad shape right now. He's got the one to the bottom, grabbing him, constricting him, and the one behind him, who we still don't know uh, quite what she can do, came up with one sweet dagger and did a lot of bleed. It is the Pisco Damon's turn. The Pisco Damon, the one remaining Pisco Damon. I'm now picturing them all as Johnny Damon, by the way. <laughs> Johnny Pisco Damon. <laughs> it's Johnny Damon on one side, Matt Damon on the other. <laughs> he will release the grapple and go back to town on Dalgrith to start. I mean, this is this is, could be just it, honestly, because of the thing behind Dalgrith. That is going to be a 33 to hit, mm-hmm. 57 on the concealment. You're not grappled anymore. You're no longer grappled. Cool. Make a difference? No. 12 points of damage, and it goes to grapple. Free grapple. Of course, Natty 19, <laughs> absolute rock city. It grabs. What is your bonus? <laughs> My bonus? What is your CMB? It's plus, plus 18, plus 4, so 22 to grab, and I rolled the Natty 19. So you have to roll 15 every time. Right, I rolled 16, Three straight over 15, 15, 15. 19. I haven't rolled over 12 today. <laughs> In, my In my life. In my life. I've never rolled 12 on two D6s. I've never rolled higher than 12 on a D20. Never happens. Yahtzee. <laughs> Yahtzee. Let's, let's do a constrict. Uh, let's get it right out of the way before I forget. 
That's going to be pretty ugly. Let's see here. Okay, 17 points of damage on the Constrict. It is grappled. Second attack of three. Because of the testicle. I mean tentacle. (laughs) That is going to be against your grapple AC. A 29. Hit. Gross. That's going to be 15 points of damage. And now, the tentacle. Dude. Sorry. 31 on the tentacle. (laughs) I mean, these are not gimme rolls. I'd never hit Baron with any of these. Uh, Oh, God. 10 points of damage on the tentacle. And now, where it's a second uh, dose of this poison coming in... Yeah, okay, so if there's still poison active in you when you are attacked with that type of poison again, and there is, because if you remember, Joe, I don't know if you remember this, you failed your save uh, to get it out of your system. You now get a new save, and if you fail against this dose, the doses stack. Succeed on this, you just have that initial dose, which is running its course. What do you do? Um... You know what? I'm going to roll on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll roll. I'll, 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 I'll attempt the save. Yeah, try it. <laughs> you can just put your chest piece down. 30. 30. No new dose. Oof. That would have creased the DC by two and the duration by half. All right. High level play is complicated. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That was, uh, that was its turn. It's Metra's turn. Okay. Uh, Metra is this gentleman. This turn is huge. I'm gonna. I'll be right back. I need to go get Dalgriff. <laughs> uh, she will back up thirty feet. Okay. So back away from the stinking cloud thirty feet, and then she will enact her shadow well ability. Assuming Dalgriff is willing to to leave yeah. the stinking cloud. Yeah, that's fine. Just want to make sure. <laughs> uh, and Dalgriff and I switch places. What? Wow. So you shadow well. Dalgrith ends up over there. You end up incorporeal. 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 And I cannot be grappled. (laughs) You cannot be grappled. Are you victim to the poison? I can't see it. I might be nauseated from the sinking cloud. Yeah, I worry about nausea because then you can't act. You know what I mean? Roll a fortitude save. Oh, wait. If I'm incorporeal, am I subject to nausea? I don't think so. Do you even breathe? corporeal. Yeah. Gas has a body. I have no physical body. Right. Right. Yeah, incorporeal. Well, you know, we should look up the incorporeal on... uh, Universal Monster. uh, Universal Monster. Because every time we've looked that up, it's answered whatever questions we have (laughs) about incorporeal. It's long, too. Uh, Yeah, it's really long. Creatures attacks. Corporeal spells and effects that do not cause damage only have a 50% chance of affecting an incorporeal creature. I would... That seems, huh. that seems like stinking cloud, right? Yeah, although it's not a magic spell. Holy water, corporeal spells and effects that do not cause damage only have a. F- well, this is a corporeal spell, or right. are they saying corporeal spells that do not cause damage? Yes, that they're saying corporeal spells that don't cause damage, right? Which is what this is. So yeah, so it's okay. 50% so fifty percent chance. I'll roll it right now. If uh, fifty-one or higher, I'm going to need a fortitude save. All right, which I know is not one of your best skills. Sixty, even. All right, so you need a fortitude save. I need it. I need it bad. 
Uh, how does a 28 suit you? Oh! 28 on my stinking cloud. Your stinking cloud. <laughs> you are not nauseated this round. I don't need no stinking cloud. Okay. Uh, and that will be my turn. That will be your turn. You're incorporeal. It is shiny woman's turn. I bet it is. Hold me closer, shiny woman. <laughs> Watch me kill all of your friends. (laughs) She will see you next week. Oh, 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 God damn it. Oh, no. Alton John is a shame. (laughs) Oh, my clothes are shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Boo this man. Boo. Boo. Email your booze. Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 